Dun-dun-dun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quick Question Podcast. My name is Gabe Bryan, alongside my co-host, Mr. Matthew Shafty. Oh, are we excited to be back. Well, thank you guys <laughs> <laughs> for tuning in to episode, to be honest, I have no idea what number we're on. Um, huh. Welcome to this episode. We are very happy that you're joining us this week. Um, it's been a while since yeah. we have last spoken. Um in full disclosure, Matt and I started school back at Xavier about, I don't even know how long, two months ago? Two month months. And, not two months. Month and a half? Six weeks? Uh, Yeah, just about six weeks. Six weeks ago. Um, what, August 21st? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So a little bit over a month. Anyways, um, let's just say it's been pretty hectic since we've gotten back to school, um, just with the actual schoolwork, jobs, different responsibilities, and we haven't had as much time as we thought in the summer to carve out um, some time to do the show. And we did record three or four episodes, but uh, yours truly had them banked on their computer and didn't do anything with them. So that is on me, but the time has passed for us to publish those episodes. They wouldn't make any sense now because most of them had to do with preseason football predictions. And we just finished week three. So with that being said, Matt and I are going to try our best, especially since my baseball season is done. Gives a lot of time back to me to at least do one episode a week. Hey, the Reds aren't out yet. They're not out yet, but <laughs> but a lot of things would have to happen for me to still be working there for this current season. Well, yeah, they have to win out, have to win a wild card series, and then have to survive two games. Well, I mean, they would. Be guaranteed at least one home game. You know, one way to like help them the win divisional series would be for me to say, I do not believe, I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs at all. Okay. Well, I've been proven wrong before. I know. I mean, every time I think they're dead, they, they do something insane. So if they won out, it wouldn't shock me because this team has been up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, but we're not going to bank on that. Nope. But the whole point of me bringing that up is we should have more time to record at least an episode a week, kind of go over what happened, maybe not dive into all the scores and everything, but talk, talk about some of the bigger storylines. And since we have three weeks of material that we can talk about, um, Matt, I'm going to have you guide the ship on this. Take our listeners where you want them to go. Yeah. So we're just going to go division by division. We're going to talk big storylines over the first three weeks. And I think I also, because we obviously didn't post those, what the previews for each, for each team. Um, what we're going to do is I'm just going to talk about like, not the stuff we went into, but like they've underwhelmed, they've done better than we thought, like kind of thing. We'll just leave it at that though. All right. Won't go into great detail there though. Yeah. But I'm going to keep you away from that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start right away with the NFC East and we can talk about the Eagles, Deandre Swift, that trade has been awesome for them. Um, I can say it's been like as a Lions fan, I still want optimism on my side because I still believe the Lions won their side of the deal, but both teams balance in their own way with the deal. Swift plays behind the amazing O line over there. He he's shown pretty pretty good toughness running up the middle, and we and we've seen it in Detroit when he was healthy, when he was on a good snap count. 
he looked really, really good. It's just he could never stay healthy. He could never stay in the field. So remember, there was a play week two last year where <laughs> he caught the ball, stumbled down at like 20 yard line. It just fell over, lost his footing, got back up, made a couple cuts, scored. I was like, this guy is insane, but um, he's gone. Obviously, we have Jameer now. Anyway, whatever. Um, the Eagles, even though A.J. Brown hasn't performed to the standard that he did last year, this passing attack has done, it's been decent, but it's mainly about the O-line. It's mainly about the rushing attack. I know, I, at least I mentioned when we talked about them, how is the O-line going to play? Is it going to be as good as what it was last year? Obviously losing um, um, Isaac Ciamalo to the Steelers, but they've done well enough. They've done very well. So Swift's doing well. Kenneth Gainwell, when he gets back in the lineup, will be fine. Actually, he played last week, but once he gets back to his normal snap count, they'll be fine. Rashad Penny hasn't really played all that much, so boo-hoo to that signing, but whatever. They got Swift. He's playing extremely well, and if he can stay in the field, they're going to be looking good offensively. Defensively, Jalen Carter's been awesome. The young guys look good. Still a little bit of inconsistency to work through, especially with those safeties in the secondary, but they're going to be really good. They're one of the best teams in the league, and they're going to continue to be. Cowboys, what a loss. I mean, two losses. Trayvon Diggs, tough one. Torn ACL, he's gone. I think ACL, whatever. And then Cardinals, Josh Dobbs, who didn't have his jersey at all in the team store. Yeah, I think it was recorded, what, last week about? He went to the team store to buy a jersey for his, I think, a family member or something. And... They had no jerseys of him in the team store. He this, like searched for his name. They're like, no, we don't have that. That is so demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Like, do I even exist? And then of course wow. he balls out and they get him his jersey. Good for him. Had fuel to the fire. Oh, oh man. That's awesome. But <laughs> you know, without Kyler Murray, the quarterback situation has still looked fine. And obviously there's those questions with, Hey, if they don't do very well. Do they bring in Drake May? Do they bring in Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, one of those guys in the draft this upcoming, what, 2024 draft in Detroit, yeah. by the way? Um, that's going to be very exciting. But the quarterback situation is less of a problem than what we had realized before. It's kind of similar to when the Texans had Davis Mills, um, but I, I do believe they will end up moving on and picking, if they can get their hands on Caleb Williams, take him. He's generational. Um, but we just skipped the division. We just, whatever. Commanders, not look great. Not, not at all. They beat the Broncos, but then they looked like, you know, they were a, a low-level college team against the Bills. Yeah. And then <laughs> were they the ones that suffered the seismic loss to the Dolphins? No, that was the Broncos. That was well, the yeah, Broncos. Yeah, 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 that was the Broncos. The Commanders lost, what, 30-something to three? Oh, that against was against the Bills. The Bills. Yeah, yeah, it was Never mind. pretty sad. All the games are running together. Yeah, it's, it's a mess right now in the NFL, especially with Taylor Swift. We'll get to that later, but um, not really a mess. Okay, whatever. Giants look terrible it's week one. Not great week two. I mean, overall, they haven't looked great. They have a win, though. So, woo. They, heck, they got one in the win column. Um, if Saquon Barkley can come back this week, that would be big for them. But we'll see if he does. NFC West time. We just mentioned the Cardinals. Let's move on to the Rams. The Rams, they've been competitive in all of their games. They beat the Seahawks. Very impressive win week one. They hung with the Bengals for a while. Puka Nakua, what a guy. 
we talked about him in one of our, we, even though it wasn't posted, we, I mentioned Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua is one of my, <laughs> before the season started, before I'd ever seen him play a snap, just his name alone. Yeah. You just have to root for the guy. Puka mm-hmm. Nakua. You could say, it's just so satisfying to say phonetically. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out there and he's got a great head of hair. Let's let's start with that. (laughs) He's an elite route runner. Mm -hmm. He's making very, like, he's just super consistent. He's like another Cooper Cup. Yeah. He's savvy. He's a technician. Uh, Some of the catches that he made. Yeah. I think he did end up getting hurt at the senior bowl after the first day, but he looked good on day one. Him and Tank Dell, and we'll touch on the Texans later. Those two looked very good in the senior bowl and it's helping. Right. Look, they, they both looked good in the NFL so far. Two good rookie receivers. But Puka, he's been awesome so far. Yeah. I mentioned him as a threat. Maybe he could get snap time later on in the year. He could be a receiver three right away. I mean, he wasn't until Cooper Cup got hurt. And now he's probably not going to be the receiver three. He'll be the receiver two, even when Cooper Cup comes back. Mm-hmm. So that'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. And back, back to this head of hair. Now you think <laughs> now when you think of these types of things, you think of baseball players, you know, that can show it off out of the back of yeah. their hat. There's there's some NFL players that can get away with it, mm-hmm. that can do it, that can really grow it out. Yeah. But this is just unbelievable. Yeah. Just absolutely majestic. Mm-hmm. Think of like Dansby Swanson level hair for the Cubs. Like that's envious hair. But Puka Nakua, he he's doing great things in Southern California. Yeah. I just need to shout him out. Not that mm-hmm. he'll hear this, but it's one one to let him know that I appreciate. Yeah, him. he had a good college career at BYU and a good story. Um, so g- good to see him succeeding in the NFL. Um, Seahawks, Seahawks beat Detroit again. I personally believe that you give the Lions that second half back and nine times out of 10, they win that game. But in old Lions fashion, they ended up losing two turnovers, but the Seahawks took advantage. They picked on the mistakes the Lions made and they won. So credit to them. They did well. They picked on that defense. That's looked pretty good this season so far. So Seahawks, if they can put it together and play consistent ball, they're going to be tough to beat. 49ers, they're the 49ers. They're just really good. All right. Does McCaffrey really need a top tier line in front of him? No. Does Purdy need a top tier line in front of him? No. They got all these weapons in offense. And you look at the you look at the defense, and they're phenomenal. So what more can you ask? Um, the 49ers also have a receiving core that is nasty oh, yeah, at run nasty. blocking. Nasty. Not just receiving, yeah. doing their own jobs. Yeah. Watching uh, some of the Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. and I forget the other guy's Debo. name. Debo. Or Debo. Well, Debo's yeah. annual. Brandon Ayuk, um, Debo. And then what they got Juwan Jennings in there and um, the kid from Michigan last year, uh, Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell. That's yeah. who it is. If you. Go back to week one and look up 49ers Steelers highlights. Christian McCaffrey had like a 70 yard touchdown mm-hmm. run towards the end of the game. And if you watch the receivers during that play, they threw some absolutely mm-hmm. crazy blocks textbook and textbook. That's a, that's 10 guys blocking for you. Yeah. That's incredible. Like Christian McCaffrey's probably having the most fun in his life. <laughs> um, Cause he obviously was great on his own. And Carolina, like yeah. he was doing most of that himself, but it helps protect him, stay away from injury, yeah. keep on the field. And then you got Kyle Shanahan diagramming those plays for you. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best run game guys in the league. You've got a good blocking tight end in George Kittle, and you might as well. Oh. I mean, Trent Williams is like the a monster in his own. Kittle. Yeah. And yeah, Trent Williams. Oh. <laughs> he could play tight end too. I mean, 
there's a video of him punching someone, just like <laughs> knocking some, like punching a helmet. Who punches a helmet? Trent Williams. Trent Williams does. <laughs> and then he walks away like it doesn't bother him, yeah. which is just so intimidating. Not many guys, but nope. Trent Williams, he's one of them. Penny Sewell, he did it last year with the Vikings after he made that, that catch on that Ben Johnson amazing call. <laughs> and someone tried to hit him when he stood up and then didn't punch, but like slapped the helmet. Uh-huh. Whatever. All right, we're moving on. Uh, actually, speaking of the Lions, we're going to the NFC North. Let's start with the Packers. Packers, they've done extremely well so far this year. Jordan Love, even though the completion percentage isn't what you want, he's still young, he's figuring it out, and he's made some big mistakes on throws. You know, the stat line looks good, and when he's supposed to play well, he plays well, especially in the late game. We talk about what happened with the Saints last week. He looked efficient late early. There were some mistakes. And again, young guys, they got Jaden Reed outside. I Again, from Michigan State, so I, I admire the guy. But he made a couple drops on significant plays later on, but then he made a diving catch to make up for it. But uh, and that was late in the game, too. I think that was their final drive. Anyway, whatever. Jordan Love, big game from him. They're missing pieces, and they still find ways to win. They beat an undefeated New Orleans team. And that's a pretty decent team. So just a good program. Good win. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they didn't lose a step at all. No. From good for the end of last season. Oh, yeah. He's he's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Again, er, very early to tell. And we see mistakes. No, it's it's there, there are inconsistencies. But I have him as one of my fantasy quarterbacks. And he's been awesome fantasy wise. But again, there have been mistakes. Fantasy doesn't really take in completion percentage at all. And he's got, of qualified quarterbacks, he's 33rd out of 34 quarterbacks. And he's only higher than, than, or he's the only person lower than him is is Zach Wilson. So, and Zach Wilson's still completing around 50%. It's tough. Yeah, but he'll get better. He just needs more reps. Time goes on and you see the talent. Yeah. Defensively, Packers are good, right? Secondary has looked good. Front seven has looked good. They're getting pressure in the quarterback. I think the stat line is around 40% of dropbacks, which is just awesome. Uh, can't ask for much more. Rashawn Gary, three sacks in the season. He's looked good. They're going to play a stout O-line next week. Hopefully the Lions are or this literally tomorrow. <laughs> uh, hopefully the Lions O-line is healthy. Hopefully they get Decker back. I don't think Vitae will be back. I think it'll be another week or two, but um, we'll see what happens there. That'll be a fun game. Speaking of the Lions, I'm going to mention them now. Young guys have been the storyline of this team so far. Brian Branch, he should be considered for Defensive Rookie of the Year. He has been nothing short of awesome. Last game, 11 tackles, all solo tackles, by the way. Three tackles for loss, two passes defended. He looked really good, even without C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who made a case for being the best defender in our team. Great signing for us. Hopefully, he comes back at some point during the year, but... I mean, Brian Branch, he looked good at Bama, and he's well-coached. He's savvy. He's a hard hitter, hard-nosed, smart guy. And I'm so glad he's in a Lions uniform. So glad. Then you get Sam Laporta. Um, I think he's leading all tight ends in the NFL in reception yards. He's got a touchdown. He's getting targets from, from my guy, Jared Goff. <laughs> so happy for him. Amon Ra is Amon Ra. Goff has looked good. The O-line, even when banged up, has not looked its best, but it's looked good. It's going to continue to look good, I believe, if they can stay healthy. Uh, a little less depth than they had last year, but I think they'll make it work. 
Um, Jameer Gibbs has had quite a few sparks. It's been inconsistent, but once he puts it all together, once he gets those carries, once he gains the experience, I think sky's the limit for the guy. David Montgomery has been huge. He was hurt last week, but he'll be back this week for the Packers. Um, what else can I mention? Uh, Kirby Joseph is hopefully going to be back. And the defenses look good. All right, there you go. Vikings, 0-3. Bad. <laughs> just, just bad. Inconsistent. Kirk Cousins has looked good. Defense, bad. Well, it's his contract year. Yeah. So he's good. Always he's plays all, well in contract always year. Always plays good. Always. This is, this is business one-on-one <laughs> with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. But um, defense former Spartan stinks. as well. Oh, yeah. Defense is bad. And, and before we move on to them, the Bears stink. Yeah. They're terrible, too. Mm-hmm. They're not good. They look lifeless. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot going on with the Taylor Bears. Swift was at that last game. And we'll mention we'll mention the Chiefs in a little bit. But Taylor Swift was there, and I think she had a better showing than the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't do anything. She just sat in the booth and cheered for, for, for Kelsey with his, with Kelsey's parents. Or yeah. it was just his mom. I don't know. But there she was I in Kelsey's booth. It was I pretty saw cool. Someone said on Twitter that they <laughs> The Bears feel like an FCS September game, <laughs> which uh, Bears fans are down bad. Yeah. They already move on from Aaron Rodgers. They think they're free from captivity from mm-hmm. the Packers. They get smacked by the Packers mm-hmm. week one, and uh, <laughs> it went straight downhill from Listen, there. I think Rodgers did say something after the game to Jordan Love. I think he so, sent him a text. Yeah. yeah. He said, thank you for still owning them or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> just too funny. Uh, tough. NFC South time. Falcons, Saints both lost. They were 2-0. and And Buccaneers were also 2-0. They lost as well. Um, they all played pretty tough, stout teams. The you know, Falcons obviously played the Lions and got stomped. Buccaneers played the Eagles, got stomped. And Saints, in a game in which they were up 17-0 at half, got stomped in the second half. And just not very impressive showing from the NFC South. And in a division that we knew... Going in, is this going to be a division that competes for a Super Bowl? No, not at all. Uh, and then obviously the Panthers are 0-3. They're still young. They're trying to put it together. Bryce Young has looked inconsistent. But what do you expect from a rookie quarterback? I mean, you don't, you don't just turn up right away. It's not, not everyone is, is friggin' amazing right away, like Joe Burrow. Yeah. But <laughs> well, even like... I consider his oh, rookie year his second year yeah. because he played he so played little. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, That's what I consider. There's a lot of youth down in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. A lot a of lot. inexperience and it's showing. I mean, the Saints and the Falcons got a little bit lucky that they didn't have two crazy tough of opponents week one and two. Yeah. Like the Falcons beat the Packers, which yeah. is a good win. Um, the Saints had a couple good games, but mm-hmm. once they get tested and once they get into the season, you could probably see them start to trail off. Yeah. Um, but like teams like the 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 Falcons and the Panthers, they were aggressive in the offseason trying to get some of these veteran guys in there. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it pays dividends down the end. Bryce Young, very um, skilled quarterback. It's just gonna take some time. Like, especially with the NFL now. I can't imagine how crazy the adjustment is from college to the professionals, no. just with how much things change on a rapid basis. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the defensive schemes, some of the tactics that these coaches are employing. And then it's always constantly evolving, Yeah, which is the biggest. You hear that all the time, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, basketball, like you have to, you're in the business of adapting. Mm-hmm. And if you can't learn to adapt, 
you're not going to last very long. So we'll see how long it takes for Bryce Young to kind of get around that. But um, I think there's some potential in the next few years for, yeah. for that division to be a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to mention that. I think, I think the Saints, they're experienced enough. They have a good enough defense. Marshawn Lattimore, Lattimore has been awesome so far. And Derek Carr, they have a good enough quarterback and a good enough offense in which they want, when they're healthy, they will stay in games. I don't think they're going to blow anybody out, but I think they're experienced enough to hang in there, especially with with just any team, right? They'll beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and I think they'll surprise some good teams. I think they'll hang in there. I still believe they'll end up winning the division, but again, very early to tell, uh, but that's a team to keep your eye on. I don't think they're going to compete for anything this year, but they are a team in, in which you could see them, hey, maybe getting to that divisional round, getting maybe NFC championship. They could sniff that, but nothing beyond. Um, yeah, that's, that's your division right there for the NFC South. Let's go over to the AFC. Let's start with the East. Let's start with the Dolphins. 130 points scored in three weeks. 70 last week against the, the Broncos. The Legion of Zoom as <laughs> what I've seen. On, on social media, kind of kind of funny. They got Tyree Kill, they got Devon A. Chain, they got Raheem Mostert. All those guys are speedsters. They are nasty. And they could they could run for some country in the Olympics and like probably beat some other countries. Like get those that's, three. That's and, a track team right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who who, who else in the Dolphins for, is fast? Running four hundred hurdles. <laughs> insane, just yeah. insane. Uh, the Bills, they're going to play the Dolphins next week. That should be a fun one. You know, what, what we saw last year with those those teams facing off. Dolphins were obviously banged up in a couple of those games, but, you know, now they're healthy. And we saw the Dolphins win last year. What was, was it week four? I think it was week same, same thing. Week four in Buffalo, they took a win. So maybe again, we shall, we shall find out very, very soon. Uh, the Patriots got a, you know, a good win against the Jets, but those are two teams that, just don't look the part. I mean, New York did beat Buffalo. That was a good win, but they just need a quarterback. Yeah. They need a quarterback. They got Trevor Simeon. Is he the answer? Probably not, but is he better than Zach Wilson? Probably. <laughs> That's what you need right now. You need someone that that, yeah. that could fill in, like a, kind of like a stop, you know, a stop gap until you get, you know, Aaron Rodgers back. And yeah. if you can somehow squeak into the playoffs and have Aaron Rodgers back, that'd be huge. The Jets fans have been through the ringer. The past three weeks going from probably the most optimism that any Jets fan has had in over 60 years, um, being super excited. You get Monday night football on nine 11 with how much that means to the city. You yeah. have your new franchise quarterback run out of the tunnel pregame with the American flag at night, prime time in New York city, like goosebumps moment places going crazy. And then it takes four plays for your dreams to be tarnished. Yeah. Um, an Achilles injury to Aaron Rodgers. And then Zach Wilson comes in. They somehow win the game. That is still it's three weeks defense. later. They're, the def- they're the so defense good. is good. The defense is really yeah. good. But that's the only thing, even three weeks later, that doesn't add up about that night. Like for a Jets fan, everything is going south. Everything is going south. But they somehow win the game mm-hmm. on a walk-off punt return. Yep. Um, Which is great for them. But the past two weeks, they've looked terrible. Zach Wilson's played awful. There's some tension in the locker room. Um, reports came out yesterday. The defense is very angry at Robert Sala for hanging with Zach Wilson because yep. I feel like if it was any other quarterback in that situation, uh, he would have been benched already. Yeah. So 
Hopefully Trevor Simeon can give them some sort of lifts and they can sort of stay afloat. The defense is going to keep them in games, especially of against yeah. some, some offenses that just aren't looking the part so far. Yeah. Um, but tough loss to the Patriots, especially division game. Yeah. And um, can I say Mac Jones has looked pretty good so far this season. And I know that's not the most efficient team in the world, but you know, they will continue to be the Patriots. They will continue to hang in every game they play. And maybe it'll get them some wins, maybe more wins than what people think. So, and then the Jets, obviously, again, Aaron Rodgers makes so much of a difference, right? When, when, and I know he only played four plays, four downs, but he, even for that O line, even for running the football, right? When you have to worry about Aaron Rodgers slinging the ball around the field, like, like a work of art. And then you have Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon, who, cannot do it nearly to the level of, you know, Aaron Rodgers or any half decent quarterback. Uh, it's, it's frustrating. You saw Joe Namath take shots at Zach Wilson. That was, that was bad, but yeah, we're going to move on to the AFC West where the chiefs, it looks like run away right now. They are two and one. I know only one game up, but that should spread a little bit. You know, now that they have the backing of every single Swifty on the planet, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Travis Kelsey jersey sales have gone up 400%. I mean, the, I, 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 who was it? It was, that's good sports. Uh, they, he mentioned that, uh, the NFL should just, should just, you know, buy into players. Yeah. yeah. Dating celebrities. Yeah. Right? So this is what the I numbers have to go say up. about T Swift and the whole state of affairs. In oh, the boy. NFL. oh boy. What? No one should be scared out there. I promise. I am not a huge Taylor Swift person, right? I'm not. I respect the heck out of her as a musician, as an artist. It takes an incredible, incredible amount of skill and talent to achieve the success that she's achieved. It's just personally not my music taste, but I respect her. This past summer during the Eras tour came to Cincinnati. You kind of saw the mania that was drum up by Taylor Swift. Like, I want to say, I don't even want, I, I don't know how much money the city of Cincinnati made <laughs> in that weekend, but let's just say they did very well. Too much. Yes. I think uh, Taylor Swift lifted the economy of the United States. It was, it was something that one person influenced, which is the crazy part about all of this. And it was like this all across the country with every stop that she made. And then she comes and infiltrates the NFL, which is already a billion dollar business, the most popular sport in the NFL in the United States for the past two or three years, it's just been on this crazy ascent. And then Taylor Swift comes along yeah. and just vaults it into outer space. Yeah. Like 400% in Jersey sales for Travis Kelsey is ridiculous. Maybe celebrities like Swift and maybe others make the NFL relevant overseas. It could. I, I mean, maybe <laughs> there, there was a record. Probably um, not, but well, there's, there's two things I want to mention first. There was a report that came out with there's these things called Nielsen ratings, which are the the data that TV companies use to see viewership, yeah, retention yeah. rate, and all that stuff. Um, there was the most amount of girls from the age 14 to 17 watching the NFL this past weekend in 20 to 49, I think. The highest percentage what? of females ever in the history of these TV ratings watching an NFL game. This yeah. counts the Super Bowl, regular season, anything. Or this past weekend, just because of Taylor Swift. And also this past weekend, 
there was a college female player. Yeah. That, that yeah. was a position player, she not a, a kicker. Safety. She was yeah. a safety. Yeah. And she got a hit in the quarterback. I know. It was awesome. So, like, so football. Big. <laughs> yes. Huge. And uh, kicking the horse while it's down, the Chicago Bears, like, Rest in peace, guys. <laughs> I, I feel so bad this for you. This is so huge for ratings. It's, it's huge. Hu- absolutely huge. Michael Parsons has his own show on Bleacher Report. Yeah. And he was like, Travis Kelsey just opened the door for all of us NFL players to start shooting the shot with all of these top A-list celebrities. Because if this happens... Work it overseas. I mean, that's how, in some ways, the NBA has become what the NBA is, yeah. especially overseas, because you have all these hip-hop artists actors, actresses, whatever, getting yeah. involved with players yeah, and Cole. it takes it on a larger scale. Yeah. Drake, Jay-Z. Yeah. Playing yeah. in what? Africa. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like this gets, this is exactly what the NFL wants. Yep. Right. And Taylor Swift is slowly taking this over. The problem, the issue I have with this, right. Oh boy. Is I feel like she is using Travis oh Kelsey. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. I'm be, I'm be dead no, I get it. I get it. Because you know, did you go on? Go on. My bad. I was just going to say all of her music is centered around yeah. the focal point uh, of a breakup. Yeah. Right. It's centered yeah. around that. So in order to write more songs, somebody's got to break up with someone. And I don't know if they're officially dating. Travis Kelsey denied saying anything other than they had a great time together this past weekend on the New Heights podcast. I listened mm-hmm. to it this morning. Yeah. But he said he wants to keep everything private to respect. Yep everything. Um, so I don't know how much is going to come out about their official relationship status, but we're going way too if deep. We have <laughs> into a relationship. I know. I know we are, but if, if there's a new Taylor Swift album announced in the next four months, i gonna be pretty ticked off, but I'm going to say one thing because that's just low. Now the two things, actually two things. Number one, the Eagles game, there was a little bit of a, you know, the Kelsey hurts Swift. It could also be Swift hurts Kelsey. Or Kelsey Swift hurts. Yeah. The relationship is so good <laughs> that it just affects the world. It hurts. Hey, but love great, hurts. Like for Travis Kelsey, <laughs> what a weekend. Yeah. Like he is on top of the world right mm-hmm. now. They should go trade for Julian Love from the Seahawks. <laughs> love hurts. Those two could either, with, with how opposite they are, it could either just fail, just completely fail. Or it could work out so well because they're both so busy. They both like, you know what? I have my job. You have your job. And when we have time, we will prioritize for each other. That kind of thing. Right. But also on top of that, I wanted to mention how, like you mentioned the tours and how she basically like, she lifted the economy of the United States. It's so crazy to like, I don't listen to her music. I'm, I'm not a, like, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't hate her music. I just, don't really listen to it all that much, right? Yeah, there's some songs that are great. Yeah, like, I, I, I respect just don't, some of the songs. I don't listen not to my, it that much. Not yeah. my taste. Yeah, and the I don't hate thing. on people that that like her, hate her, whatever. But I give people a hard time, but that's just because I'm <laughs> okay, such yeah. a good guy. <laughs> but anyway, I believe that it was so impressive what she did over the summer. Not to go on just one tour, but to like you know, okay, let's just do it again, right? insane no one does that who does that that's nuts you can't spend any alone time you have no time again to spend with yourself spend with your no let's go sing for the nation twice (laughs) 
Yeah, well, <laughs> that is so impressive. Yeah, let's do an Eras tour that's three and a half hour show a night. Yeah. Let's do multiple dates in mm-hmm. so many cities. Yeah. yeah. Let's play at SoFi Stadium six nights in a row. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah. That's crazy. Production level, everything. Insane. Crazy. And just incredible. And props to her for that. But please. Please, I ask, Just please use do this not, as a source of good. Don't do, do not, anything stupid, Taylor. Please don't break up with Come Kelsey on. because don't this, do it. you will start a war. It will be, It'll be bad. the millions of Swift fans there will be versus blood. the millions of NFL fans. You could set off a civil war in the U.S., Yes. We're already on the brink of it, basically. We, You're just going to set it off. Like, please do not. If we, please and if we get, if make we, it work. we get the album Mama Kelsey Taylor's version mm-hmm. about to hit hit the shelves, I would be very ticked she's off. She's either going to end all you take Donna wars out of this. or she's going to just, you know, just tip the right. boiling point. For, I don't know. For non-Swifties, Swifties alike, let's, let's do what's right here. Yeah. My dad's a Swifty. Like, Swifties come in all forms. Okay. <laughs> Use this as a force of good. I don't want to see my dad mad, and I want him to watch the NFL still. With okay, me. let's get back to football now. Um, I <laughs> the Raiders. Okay, <laughs> okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's he's a proud Swifty too. Seriously, yes. <laughs> okay, Jacobs has it's underperformed of, it's because main, of it's one of the main line. artists on Tractor Tracks. <laughs> Okay, let's. I can't even talk about the Raiders. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams look good per usual. They lose Darren Waller. They don't really have a replacement for him. Sorry, Michael Mayer. You have one catch for two yards. All right, it was just a two point conversion. Literally an untimed down. Let's let's pick it up a little bit. You played really well in college though, and I can't disrespect rookie tight ends because they usually don't have a good time unless you're Sam Laporta. Um, hopefully that stays that way. Um, Chargers. Chargers, efficient on offense, terrible on defense. <laughs> um, Man, it's like we've we've come to know that with the Chargers in the course. last three years. Yeah. Horrible on defense. Bad on defense. But anyway, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough time being a Chargers fan sometimes. Broncos, uh, you're not even worth mentioning, really. Like, you're just bad. Just bad. Good Hail Mary. It, the two-point conversion play was... I mean, you had a six-year-old draw that up. Um, anyway, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Yeah, Justin Herbert has looked awesome. Mike Williams, tough that he's out for the year. But you can see young guys step up like Quentin Johnston, right? Maybe he could step up. That'd be awesome. Um, who else have I? Oh, sorry. AFC North. You have the Browns, the Steelers, and the, and the, what, the Ravens that are just basically all the same team. Like Essentially, they're all the same. If you had a tier list, the tier list would be AFC North, except Bengals. Because they're yeah. just all the same team. They just run the football, run the football, run the football, get dirty in the trenches. Defensively, you're really, really stout. No, everywhere. <laughs> Basically, everywhere on defense. Yeah. That Browns defense is so good. And kind of opposite of the Jets, you actually have a quarterback. You have a good friggin' quarterback. He looked good last week. There were, again, there are still some inconsistencies with him. He's getting his legs back under him. That is Deshaun Watson. If you didn't know, I haven't even mentioned his name yet somehow, but he some, he's got to get a little, like there are some throws where he's not getting enough elevation on the football. I remember week one, that interception that he had, he was rolling out and just threw a dart right to the cornerback standing about what? 
15 feet in front of him. You also so, threw one backwards. So yeah, that was still working that out. Was the bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there were points of inconsistency, but points of really, really good football last week. Steelers, I'm JJ Watt or sorry, TJ Watt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Be the scariest man in the United States right now. TJ Watt looks awesome. Yeah. Six stats or six Six, six sacks. I six can't. Stats, oh my bro. goodness! Six stats. <laughs> six sacks. Uh, one touchdown. Forced fumble. He's looked good. Really, really good. Um, still question marks with the secondary, but again, that that front seven is awesome. Him and Highsmith look great. Those linebackers have depth, as I mentioned, but we didn't post that episode, so now you're hearing it for the first time. Um, offense. Still question marks with Pickett. Question marks with Najee Harris. Is Jalen Warren the future of that backfield? Maybe. Receiving, um, uh, Deontay Johnson's got to get healthy, but George Pickens and Calvin Austin have both looked good, especially Pickens. Uh, and I guess Ravens banged up. That's basically their only storyline. They're two and one. Uh, they've, they've won the games. They should have won except for the Colts, but they were banged up, so we'll give them a pass. Um, let's just, yeah, let's go straight to the AFC South now. Can, Where we have am two. I allowed to mention the Bengals? Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, that's on me. I oh. apologize. No, it's it's fine. They're pretty skippable right now, though. I know. I just <laughs> want to give the current state of affairs. Well, um, did they play Week One? Oh, they played the, the Brownies. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Bengals. Um, let's just say lofty expectations coming into the season. Everything's going to be wonderful. They're going to go like 13 and four. They're going to roll through the playoffs. They're going to win the Super Bowl. This is the year, they said. This is the year. Well, Mr. Burrow coming off the calf injury. Um, everything, nothing could have gone worse than what happened week one and week two. They get absolutely smoked by the Browns 27-3 to in week one against a Browns team that is solid, like they're not a bad team, but they got embarrassed. Joe Burrow threw for like 80 yards. And then second week um, against the Ravens at home, they just did not look like themselves. Their offense has been stagnant. It's been all over the place. The defense has been fine for the most part. They just... Yeah, they've looked good. Yeah, the defense has been fine. That's not the issue. The Mm -hmm. offense has just been horrendous. And then at the end of the... O-line's been really (sighs) bad too. Bad. Yeah. Honestly, they've only given up five sacks through three games. But the pressures. Yes. He's gotten hit 12 times. Even though he releases the ball so quick. It's crazy. On a bad calf, too. Mm -hmm. Anyways, at the end of the Ravens game, they lost towards the end of the game, and Burrow re-aggravated his calf. He came back from Monday Night Football this past week. They beat the Rams, but they still look terrible. This does not feel like the same Bengals team that they've had a couple for the past couple seasons, even though I would argue this is probably one of their better rosters that they've assembled yeah. overall. Okay. Um, and again, it's week three. It's early. They're kind of playing with a wounded soldier um, at quarterback, but there's some concerns. Oh, and Jesse Bates, major concerns, Jesse Bates. Yeah. Having a career year right now in Atlanta. He's looking really good. Yeah. And really hey, good. Great for Jesse Bates. Mm-hmm. I, nothing but he the got best. That deal. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Got he, that deal much deserved. Well. Um, the defense, though, really, I think, took center stage on Monday Night Football. They had six sacks against mm-hmm. the Rams, which is the most they've had in the game in a long time. Uh, Trey Hendrickson had two. There's one sack that they had. Dax Hill came off oh. the edge against oh. Matt Stafford. Lit him up. Lit him up. He got to him quick. Yeah. Um, 
I feel so bad for Stafford. He's always played behind just battle lines. Yeah. Just so bad. Free runner just smoked. And then Logan Wilson had two interceptions. He got extended in the offseason. So so there's some positive signs on the defensive front. Jamar Chase had a big game, 12 receptions, 143 yards, which Mm -hmm. is tied for the most in a single game in Bengals history. I still have my question marks with the secondary, just consistency. Yeah, yeah. There, right? this, there, there's been a lot of deep balls that they've given up yeah. this year. More but than Logan they have. Wilson has looked good. That front seven has looked good. They just, you know, when, yeah. when you play against good O lines, does it become a stalemate for that front seven? And then you have to rely on that secondary. I, if Burrow I have plays every marks. game this year, I'll be shocked. Yeah. I'll be honestly shocked. Check back with with me in like three, four weeks, <laughs> and we'll we'll see where we're at. Hopefully but we're happy. They, they at least stayed afloat. As far as their season is concerned, mm-hmm. with a win against the Rams, but um, things could go continue to go south. But we will monitor that, and we can move on to the AFC South. South. Yeah. Speaking of going south, the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> have not looked the part at all. <laughs> Great transition. Yeah, they yeah they have they have not been good. Uh, they T-Law. they had multiple points in the Chiefs game in which it seemed like hey, you know. We have a chance to win at home, get our home crowd, our fan base excited about us this year. And they couldn't pull it off. Multiple points. They couldn't pull it off. Plays that could have gone their way. They didn't get. It was not so far. It hasn't been a very impressive showing from Trevor Lawrence, even though I still hold a lot of belief in him and that team. I think him and Calvin Ridley are a scary sight. Christian Kirk is still a very good receiver. Evan Ingram is one of the better tight ends in the league. And then you have that duo of Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby that I think will be a problem this season. It's just a question mark of consistency and that O-line, that friggin' O-line, man. This is not great. Um, yeah, Brandon Sheriff and crew have got to pick it up. Defensively, they have a fast front seven, a very, very athletic and long front seven. Um, secondary, big question mark. But again, if they can, you know, Hold teams to where they held the Chiefs in week two. They'll stay in games. It's just a, just a huge question mark. I mean, they've been they've played in close games all year. They've just got to finish it off. They've got to show that they are the dominant Jacksonville Jaguars that they were last year towards the end of the season. And obviously in the playoffs with the Chargers. Um let me just mention two guys, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Both of them so far have looked very good. C.J. Stroud hasn't thrown a pick. Um, he, him and Tank Bigsby, or sorry, geez, Tank Dell. That's <laughs> Tank Bigsby. Tank Dell, <laughs> Nico Collins. They've both looked good. Even he's got, he got Brevin Jordan a touchdown last week. The run game has been awful for the Texans. The defense, not great at all. Uh, the O-line, they have five guys injured, four of them on IR. Four starters are out right now. It's bad. It's really bad for that O-line. But C.J. Stroud is still playing very well, which is a huge surprise. I think is a massive surprise for a rookie quarterback. That is just phenomenal. So if at some point he gets a half-decent O-line this year, this offense could look very good. And if they can get the run game going, you know, I'm telling you right now, for, for AFC South opponents, they will be tough to beat. They will be difficult to beat. And they put together a complete game against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week and showed, hey, look at us. We're young, but we're fierce. We're going to be tough to beat. 
We coming. There for we you. go. There we go. <laughs> anyway, um, Colts, if they get Anthony Richardson back and continue to play, you know, good defense, especially in the front seven, that'll be good, right? He's gotten the ball to Michael Pittman. Uh, Josh Downs had a good week last week. He had 12 targets from Gardner Minshew last week. Hopefully those continue to rise. That receiving core looks pretty good. You have an athletic Alec Pierce out there as well. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, I believe, is there. I might be wrong. I, I don't know. Okay. Um, decent receiving core. And again, Jonathan Taylor out doesn't help anything, but hopefully they get the run game going. Yeah. And um, Gardner Minshew last week. Um, he did something for for an analyst at ESPN, Dan Orlovsky. Oh, that just <laughs> made his life. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Dan Orlovsky, who covers the NFL for ESPN, he's an analyst, studio guy. Um, there is a very famous, infamous, infamous, not, not famous, infamous play of him in the NFL with the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Was it with the Lions? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And he's, um. Backed up to the one yard line, basically. Just, He's in the back of the end zone and he, without knowing it, steps out of bounds. Yeah, it takes a very deep drop and rolls to his drop. right. Jared Allen chasing him from behind and yeah, steps out of bounds. <laughs> like one of the most embarrassing things you could do on the football field. Dude well, is well, <laughs> and he's had to live this. He he will never live that down. Yeah. But Gardner Minshew um did him a huge favor this past weekend by doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. for the Colts. And um, Dan Olafsky posted a video on Twitter. He does this every time. Well, every time, yeah, as every, in two times. Two now. times it's happened. And just absolutely elated. Who was the first quarterback he that, he, that he posted? I can't remember. It was remember last right now. year, I it, think. Yeah, it was last year or two years ago. I forget who it was, but I know what you're yeah. talking about. Who was it? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> um, if, if you have some free time, look it up. It's hilarious. And just his reaction is priceless. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's, it's not just me. There's more of us. Yeah. And Gardner Minshew tough. Then you have the Tennessee Titans defense looks good. Ryan Tannehill does not. Nope. Not at all. You have Deandre Hopkins and even Traylon Burks has looked all right at times. And you fail to get the ball to those guys. They need to put in Malik Willis. Got to put him in or at the least. Give Will Levis a chance. Uh, I'd rather give Malik Willis a chance. For some reason, Mike Vrabel just doesn't really like the guy. I don't know how. He was a good. He was a good player and a good person at Liberty. I. I. Ah, it's weird. It's really weird. But and he looked good in the preseason. Give him a chance. Give him a chance, Mike. Will Le- Will Levis is uh, recently single. Oh yeah. Um, his girlfriend broke up <laughs> with him. So that means he's got more time to focus on football. So mm-hmm. that could be just. An unbelievable set of circumstances and, for uh, what the is Titans. It? The ma- mayonnaise, Duke's oh mayo. <laughs> puts, puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Like, what are you doing? Mayonnaise. And he eats a banana everywhere. without peeling it. He That's just eats the whole gross. thing. Yeah. That is so, oh, exactly. that is rancid. Yeah. So, whoa. I don't know if you liked Will Le- Levis until this point. You but like I hope him you less. You love him now. <laughs> you should like him less now. Yes, uh, you should. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's so bad. Well, we've touched on every single uh, we have division. Uh, but ladies, beware. Will Levis Some is big on games the this weekend and tomorrow, big one. But who do the Bengals play? Uh, the Tennessee Titans, ah. actually, in Tennessee. Oh, um, so 
we'll see how that goes. Well, you play a pretty stout defense. Yeah, and we have a pretty stout offense that hasn't been playing well very at all. Very stout, yeah. So but we'll see what happens. A very rigid offense. I hope they're worse than we are. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> a battle big of mediocrity. Ask. Hopefully the Bengals are a little less mediocre coming up. But, you know, cool game tomorrow. I'm excited. Going back to Green Bay. We'll see how that goes. What game is this, Shafty? Thursday Night Football? Yeah, Thursday Night Football. This is the Lions at? The Green Bay Packers. Wow. At Last Lambeau. time we were in Lambeau in prime time. Went pretty well, even though every single chip that was on the table was stacked against us. Every single one. Playoffs after the Seahawks game. Roger Goodell doesn't care. And then Aaron Rodgers, these are the games that he's supposed to win. These are the ones where he always wins. They have this huge streak at the end of the year. Oh, man, it's the fabled, oh, Packers, it's our time. Nope. Nope. Dan Campbell and the boys <laughs> walk up and say, no. <laughs> no, man, it's not happening, man. It's not happening, man. Okay. That was like a Kermit. That was Kermit. That was, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think that is enough for today. Yeah, that's enough. We I, we covered a lot, Shaft. We covered a ton of Taylor Swift. Oh. Well, a lot. Too much. We, you know what? We just fell into the trap. We did. Because even if you don't like her, you're still talking about her. Yeah. We're idiots. Anyways. Keep your allies close and your enemies closer. <laughs> that's a quote by Taylor Swift. It's not, but <laughs> it could be. It could be. It might, it might be on the next album. Yeah. Mama Kelsey. Um, anyways, I think that's where we're <laughs> going to leave you. Okay. I haven't done this in a while, but thank you guys <laughs> for joining us for episode, whatever number it is, um, of the quick question podcast. Um, we will be back next week with another episode. Hopefully mm -hmm. it's a little bit more straightforward, but you never know where these conversations maybe, are yeah, going to go. Maybe we'll talk a little like, more personal with the with the games, but this week and you also, know, we had a lot. Also, in addition to football, yeah, uh, playoff baseball is around the corner. The fall classic is in about a month, um, so the regular season should be done at that time. Playoffs <laughs> should be set, so we have some good content hey, maybe, coming in. Maybe we could get some. We could get one episode of football, one episode of baseball. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, do you want to just plan it out for everyone so they know what we're doing, like live? Uh, at, at this current moment, no. <laughs> yes. okay. no. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in and bye bye. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs>